Well, welcome to the Encounter Show. I am here with Luke Harding, who's an evangelist. He's a pastor, and he's got online church. He's a Christian influencer. Does a lot on the online space, don't you, Luke? Yep. And um, today we're going to be discussing uh, numbers in the Bible. They're, they're sort of, I don't know, significance? Relevance. Relevance, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Obviously, we know we know there's a, a lot of things like to do with the number three. Yep. Trinity. Yep. Um yeah. That's about as far as my knowledge goes. But you know, we we were yeah. having we were having a little chat before we hit record, and um, we were talking about you know in prophetic cultures and in prof- prophetic circles, people are quite comfortable talking about numbers, mm. and even mm. like academics, mm. like Bible scholars, a lot of them, you know, will quite comfortably talk about numerology in the Bible. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we were we were sort of saying we feel like maybe there's a need to put a disclaimer out that this isn't about sort of astrology or a horoscope mm. um but it's actually biblical oh yeah and um mm. you were saying you were saying what your view of what you felt astrology was mm. um and how it just mimics the bible exactly yeah um yeah but, but yeah take, fire out a few numbers that people might sort of think oh yeah i can see that in the bible like mm. well i mean you've got seven days haven't you seven seven days of creation yeah um so many sevens I think that's God's favorite number um, the last the last few years of earth are going to be seven years you know it's, it's marked as a seven year period yeah <laughs> before Jesus comes back um, there's seven feasts uh, oh there's loads you, you look at Revelation there's debt, like about 40 debt cancellation at the end of seven years yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Sabbath on the seventh day yeah um, then you've got like 21 right. Revelation came to Daniel after 21 days and uh, 40, Jesus fasted for 40 days and so did others in the Bible. Yeah, um, 40 generally is like testing, isn't it? Like the, yes. The yeah. uh, Israelites grumbled and moaned and complained, so they were in the desert 40 years. Yeah, yeah. Noah on the ark, 40 days, 40 exactly, nights. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It rained for 40 days, yeah. Um, what other numbers have you got? Oh, loads, 70 and 5 is grace. I, I think there's there's a meaning for most numbers, yeah. you know, in the Bible, isn't there? Eight new beginnings. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and I think the more you read the Bible, they, you start to see patterns. Mm. But then we were saying the significance of those those numbers and those patterns and those cycles, as you've been a Christian, sort of years and years and decades and decades, you start mm. to see these patterns in your own life, mm. and you go, oh well, there are seasons, mm. there, you know, three year totally. seasons, seven year seasons, and, yeah, yeah, and. Um, I've heard you talk about your testimony where you felt like there were seasons in your life as a young man where you missed certain things and you had to wait for it to come back round, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. I think there's there's truth in that, you yeah, know. Yeah, cycles. Yeah, life goes yeah. in cycles, doesn't it? Life yeah. cycles, yeah. Yeah. And um and even like we were talking about um the Fibonacci sequence and and numbers like pi and um, in space, if you know, you, you think the universe is in this Fibonacci sequence, and if it was just one decimal uh, decimal out, mm. it would be like the planets would smash into each other, universes mm. would collide, would be like one massive giant black hole. Don't. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they are significant. Oh yeah, um, and it's all intentional, and it's all by design, isn't it? Yeah, God's a god of order, not of chaos, and um, you know, he he's like I was saying to you, wasn't he? He's like an engineer. So precise. I remember yeah. my friend, he was a gardener landscaper and um, he, he did a job for this, this engineer. He was, he was a retired engineer, but he had to put a fence in and this man stood behind him the whole job, wow. stood right behind him 
and he was he was literally getting his ruler out and measuring <laughs> to see if it was in the exact spot and my friend was like give me a break you know yeah yeah <laughs> you know just uh let me breathe but um that is that is God. He is he doesn't do things randomly, does he? No. Or by chance. Yeah, like when he says get circumcised on the eighth day. Sorry yeah. if that makes you wince listening <laughs> to this, but the, you know it didn't say you know it's it's not okay to do it on the seventh day or the yeah. ninth day. It has to be the eighth day. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And we might not understand these things, but mm. we still have to obey them or get in on them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or they'll just you know maybe we just are. Or they're going on in the background without us realizing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you were you were talking about on your channel. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Luke's got a really good YouTube channel. In the, him and his um, and his mum released prophetic words. They've got forty-seven thousand subscribers, which is which is no mean feat. That's a that's a really big reach. Mm-hmm. And um, you've been releasing prophetic words on there, and, and one of them recently was about three days mm-hmm. and how Jesus mm-hmm. rose in three days, mm-hmm. and he kept mm-hmm. saying, "In three days, I'll rise again." Yeah, and. Yeah. Um, we were just talking off air about um, the significance of, of actually stewarding a prophetic word. You can hear mm. something and do nothing with it, yeah, but yeah. you have to activate it in faith. Mm. And I was wondering if you could maybe explain a little bit about that before you go on and give some amazing testimonies of, of what mm. happened when you released this word about three days. But can you explain that to guys mm. who might not really understand mm. what it is? Because sometimes it can seem just like, oh, isn't that just like a horoscope, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no, no, I mean, the Bible says, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, doesn't it? Yeah. So, you know, when we hear the word preached, it does something to us. It activates something in us. Uh, I know when my, my mum, she'll get a, a word from God and she'll, she'll share it with me. And she always says to me, don't pinch this and put it online. <laughs> She's like, let me let me uh, put this out first. But um, it, what it does, it activates something. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's re- the light bulb goes on. And that's what it's like when we read the word or we hear the word. So I put a, a message out called It Will Happen in Three Days. Now, I wasn't telling people that, listen, your life's going to completely change in, in three days' time from this video. That wasn't the intention. It was to show you a biblical pattern that God moves and works in three days. You mm-hmm. know, And as you said, Steve, um, it's all based on Jesus. Jesus died, didn't he? And then he rose again on the third day. Yeah. And we see it all throughout Scripture. Um, I could go into it now, or I could uh, share some testimonies. But I mean, basic. Should I just share about the three-day? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's amazing because it's right there at the beginning, and it's made up of three components: the three-day um, pattern that, that God brings in. And number one, it's there's new life and resurrection or restoration. Yeah. Um, number two, there's a, a restoration of covenant, which is relationship with God and with others. And number three, it usually happens on a mountain. <laughs> Interestingly wow. enough, yeah. Right. And the first three-day pattern I found was in uh, creation. And basically, um, God made the world. And when he made Adam and Eve, they were in the ground. So you right. could say that they were dead, you know. Yeah. Um, but then he, he rose them up to new life, gave them new life. And then he made a covenant with them. And he said, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. And where did it happen? Where did it take place? Where did it Eden. Eden. Yeah. 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 But mountain. did you know yeah. Eden yeah. was a mountain? Yes. I yeah. never knew that until I studied this. Uh, scholars believe that Eden was halfway on the mountain of God. God was at the top because God does dwell on a mountain. That's biblical. And Eden was in the middle. And God would come and meet them halfway. It's really cool, isn't it? Wow. And yeah. um, so I thought, that's amazing. And then you, you kind of go on and then there's Noah and the flood. There was death, you know. 
This three-day pattern always comes after a season of death or loss or sacrifice. And it's really encouraging because, you know, you might be going through something in your life and you've lost something, you've given something up, you've sacrificed something for God, and you, you just feel incomplete. You feel like, you know, a big, a big gaping loss and hole in your life. But God says, on the third day, I'm going to bring resurrection. I'm going to bring restoration and life, you know. And that third day, it might not be three days, literally. Yeah. It might be, it'd be cool if it is. It might be three years. It might be a season, you know. For myself, um, I feel like God's bringing me into a third day. I was just telling Steve that I gave something up um, two years and one month ago. And God restored it to the day. Wow. Two years, one month to the day. And um, I just thought that was amazing. So that is the third day. and Coming into the third yeah. day. Yeah. And when God showed me that revelation, he said, Lou, I'm restoring things in your life. I'm restoring things in the church. And I knew it wasn't just, it's never just for you as the prophetic. It's always for others, you know. And, and, and I believe God wants to restore things in our lives. So I put this word out there and I said, it will happen in three days. And I think some people took it literally, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they believed it and they, they, they held on to it. And uh, we got some amazing testimonies come through because of it. They, they activated it in faith. They're like, yeah. I'm going to take this, I'm going to speak yeah. it out, I'm going to pray. Mm, mm. And it's almost like fr throwing fuel on the fire when they put their faith into it and declaring the word. And I think mm. that's, that's what I wanted to get across, that mm. you, know, you could be in church and someone could come and give you a prophetic word. Mm. And you could just go, oh, that's nice. I'll just let that happen to me. Mm. And that's not really stewarding it. But if yeah. someone says like, oh, I really believe that the Lord wants to activate maybe give you a spiritual gift or mm. activate something mm. in your life mm. i think there's there's a responsibility on us to then go i'm going to own that i'm going to mm. speak it out decree it and declare yeah, it because that's yeah. what prophecy is isn't it it's yeah. speaking out yeah. and changing the atmosphere and Definitely. and and speaking out in faith and mm. so these guys on your channel you release mm. a video saying in three days it's yeah, going to happen yeah. and you're talking about these patterns and cycles yeah. but people went away and said yeah i'm going to take these three yeah, days it, yeah. like you say it stirred up their faith yeah and um, and I, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that to happen to be honest. Yeah. But um, some really cool testimonies came out. I'll just share a few of them. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, one lady said she hadn't seen her son and her grandsons um, regularly for 12 years. She'd seen them about five times in 12 years. Wow. And she said, and it, this was all within the three days of posting the video that it came out that people saying it was happening. Um, she said her son moved back to the area where she lived. And he knocked on a door. He came with all the grandsons and 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 um, a bit emotional. Uh, and and they knocked and they just hugged for ages. And he said, "I'm sorry, I've been away for so long." Wow. And and there was just this healing and this restoration. The the little grandsons wouldn't let go of it. She was saying, "Nana, nana." So that was really cool. That's restoration. Mm. Uh, a lady's daughter. She was kind of just heading in the wrong direction, living the wrong lifestyle, and she she started to seek God within this literally within this period. Um, someone else said they'd been waiting for an apartment that they'd, they'd been evicted during COVID and um, they didn't have anywhere to live. And then God provided an apartment literally within this, this little window of time. And, um, and an, another lady said on, on the same day, I think it was the 24th of July or something when it went out, she said her husband's PSA count for prostate cancer went from 11.3 down to 4. Wow. And I was like, oh, come on, God, you know. And there was wow. others. People got jobs. And uh, yeah, so that was really cool, really encouraging. And as you say, Steve, this was the first time I'd, I'd put a word out like that. And then testimony started coming in. You know, mm. 
surprising to me, you know, unexpectedly. And I, and I realized, yes, is, this is the faith. We're, you've got to mm. preach the word to activate, activate people's faith, to stir up faith in them, to believe, that, yeah, God wants to do something. And, you know, there, sometimes there is a time period, isn't there? I think there is. And I, I think as well, even in terms of like the gift of prophecy, it's a really interesting one. I think there's there is almost like um, a way that you can actually be ready to receive a prophetic word. And I think when you're hungry for Jesus, mm. you've been reading your word, you've been praying, you know, you're getting into God. I think mm. what happens is you, you suddenly come into this stream where you're in the right place at the right time for mm. the right people mm-hmm. and you hear the right word. Mm. And often people say to me like, as a pastor, they'll say, oh, I wish God, I wish someone would have a word for me. Mm. And I often think like, well, you've got to start moving because you've all already, you know, mm. you've got to be going in you've that direction. You've got to do something towards it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, no, no one's going to, you know, if you're just going to sit there with your hands in your pockets, no one's going <laughs> to have a word for you. Come down, is it? No, yeah, heaven? because yeah. you're not ready. You're not going. But I think when yeah. you when you're hungry mm. and you, you add that faith element, and um, and I think it, you know steward is a good word when you steward the prophetic word. Mm. Um, I think it's almost like you're hungry. You're already for ready, waiting for it. Yeah. And it's just a confirmation of what God's already doing. And I think they're exactly, the easiest yeah. people to prophesy over mm. because yeah. you're just they, God has already told them. You're just confirming. You're just it. confirming it. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Yeah. You can't just sit passively. It's not a passive thing. It's you've got to do something no. actively. And I mean, how many times have you preached and someone's come up to you after you've preached and said, that word was just for me. Mm. I felt like everything yeah. you were saying was just for me. Yeah. That's what I'm on about. You, yeah. You're you're aligning yourself and putting yourself in the right place in the spirit that yeah. God opens your ears or puts you. Mm. You know, you might even just be on the doom scroll on YouTube. But if you're in God, he'll bring you to the right thing and use mm. it, won't he? Mm. You know. Mm. Um, definitely yeah and, and for every one of those testimonies you know they can s- sound trivial but if you're that person in that situation mm. who hasn't seen your kids who's needing a healing mm. needing a financial breakthrough mm. actually they're, they're big things aren't they oh yeah massive yeah yeah and I think you know people people need this today you know they need restoration in their lives they need mm. you know God to do something they want new life and you know even during COVID it's been a strange season hasn't it for oh, in different yeah. ways yeah. And, I, and I believe God wants to bring us into that third day uh, where he restores a lot of what's been lost. You know, maybe you've lost your church, you've lost a home, you've lost, a, you know, a relationship. God wants to restore it. You know, he wants you to come Amen. into this third day mm-hmm. just as Jesus. You know, it's, it says, as he is, so am I. Whatever Jesus does, so do we. If he rose on the third day, we can rise on the third day. And I, I believe prophetically we can live in this third day season. You know, I was saying to Steve, wasn't I? Um, there's going to be an ultimate third day. We were discussing this yeah. when Jesus comes back. And um, <clears throat> the Bible says, <clears throat> excuse me, um, a thousand years is like a day to God. Yeah. And a day is like a thousand years. Um, scholars believe that Jesus, they agree that Jesus died on 30 AD. And that means if you count, you know, the third day, it's going to be at about 2030. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I was saying this is interesting because obviously... The UN and you know the kind of all the different institutions that kind of govern the world, they want to bring in their new world order by 2030. Yeah, and that's that's it's going to happen. You can and see it. You really yeah, can. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their plan, and I think God's going to let them uh, because the world's not in a very good state. But we also believe God's going to do something amazing, you know. And who knows? It might mm. be the rapture. It might be 
Jesus comes back, anything. But something's going to happen soon, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of Bible <laughs> scholars, not even like, we're not even talking like flaky sort of like people here. We're talking like hmm. decent Bible scholars. They'll say how like the Bible has 4,000 years of, of history up till Jesus being born. And we've done mm. 2,000 years since then. Yeah. So yeah. that's 6,000 years, a day's mm. a thousand years, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it is, like you say, we will be going into this seventh day. Yeah. And there has mm. been a real ramping up of, of moves of, of the Holy Spirit, signs mm. and wonders. Mm. Mm. And at the same time, we've seen more earthquakes, more floods. Mm. You know, the Bible says there will always be wars and rumors of wars. Mm. But it mm. all seems to be totally accelerating and just building yeah. up, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, totally. And... Yeah. Um, you know, I think it is a time as Christians to really wake up and say, like, man, I really want to engage with this and be part of this. Mm. And um, and even what we were talking about, like activating in faith, mm. you know, like holding on to those prophetic words. I think even as Christians now, we've got to really get serious. And I think there is like a seven year window, isn't there, for mm. us to just get ready Feels like that. Yeah, for, this, yeah. for this new wave of whatever it is to come. Yeah. And um, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And and not to be not to be stressed out or fearful no. about the end times, you know. Mm. Um, I know when you know years ago I, I was kind of panicking, you know. You hear all these things, the mark of the beast, and yeah. you know the antichrist, and yeah, I mean it's going to happen, and it's not going to be nice for the people that are in the world uh, without God. But for mm. us as Christians, you know, we've got God, haven't we? And yeah, we know He's going to He's going to bring us through. You think of Noah. You know, God preserved him and his family on the ark when he wiped out everyone else when the flood came. Mm. Um, it was just it was amazing, supernatural. And, you know, one way or the other, I always say, you know, it's either going to be the rapture or something else, supernatural deliverance, but he's going to keep the people of God yeah. in these times, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, don't... don't and Noah get... was uh, an example of the three-day pattern as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There was death. I was going to say that. There was death. There was destruction. Um, he was saved. And... Um, after, after, I think it was about 370 years, uh, years, days. <laughs> It'd be a long time to be on the ark. 370 days, he came out. Um, God brought him out into new life, and he made a covenant. That's he right. said, "Go and fill the earth, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, the rainbows in the sky to show you I'm not going to flood the earth again." And uh, and then it was all on a mountain, Mount, mountain wow. of Arafat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm. Yeah, that's right. New life on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Um, and Steve, why is it on a mountain? Well, it's a high place, isn't it? It's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's where we meet God. Mm -hmm. You know, He dwells yeah. on a mountain. Uh, it, not even in in Christianity, in other religions, they all believe. You know, you meet with deities and gods on a mountain because it's you know high. Yeah. I was I was even reading. Um, you know, it does say, "Who can ascend upon the hill of the Lord? Who can mm. stand in that holy place?" Exactly, that's, that's one, scriptural. Yeah. But mm. I was reading about these these other world religions that were like really old. Like we're talking like the time of Abraham, mm. old. You mm. know, and um, you have Mount Hermon, mm. and um, in in the Old Testament it talks about angels coming down from heaven, who were who fell into sin themselves and rebelled against God, and they came down on this mountain. And so everyone, all the all the religions came, you know, they gods mm. with a little G in the Bible. All these, mm. you know, we've got Molech and Ishtar and all these different things that people worship. Mm. But when Jesus um, and the transfiguration when he went back up to heaven mm. that was the place he went back up on that on mountain, the mountain yeah. where they all came down yeah. so it was showing wow. that 
he not only was he the son of God, mm. he, you know, because the 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 angels in the Old Testament in Genesis they're called the children of God or mm. the sons mm. of God, mm. um, and they're gods with a little g. These powers and principalities they all came down almost like on that portal, but that's where Jesus went back up. And so mm. by them all seeing it, they would have known this and be like, oh man, that's showing that's exactly where he's going yeah. back up to yeah, heaven. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, <laughs> it's quite amazing. And that's where he's coming back, the same yeah, place. Exactly. Remember the angel said, yeah. in the same way he went, he's going to come down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there is a significance about that. And mm. and even like, you know, um, you can see like on Mount Mount Olympus, the Greek gods and mm. the Roman gods, they all lived on the mountain, the 12, mm. the 12, right, you, know, right. oh. you know. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's all like, basically, like you're saying how... Um, the occult is a mimic of what's right and what's real. Yeah. And all these world mm. religions are all based around a half truth that, yeah, there were these gods with a little g mm. who who probably came down from that mountain. Oh yeah. And now yeah. the the world, you know, you talk about the new world order and all these things mm. happening in 2030. There's an acceleration, you know, mm. the um, the infant, you know, baby killing and and like the you know to Moloch, they would kill all these babies under mm. three and or even mm. you know and now we can see there's more babies dying across the world than there ever mm. has you know and it um, can't go on for much longer can it the world you know as no, it is you no, know yeah. this is why we need God revival you were talking about um uh, someone who used to preach on this the third day and he used to say revival will come after three days yeah and it was from that same mm. thing of you know like if a day is a thousand years to God and we're coming into the seventh day and he was saying like being you know raised from the dead and he says mm. the church has been asleep mm. it has been mm. you know and mm. we get these scriptures wake up oh sleeper yeah exactly and that's part of it the resurrection waking up yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And, and he was saying like as we come into this third day mm. um there'll be a massive move of the holy spirit and we're mm. starting to see almost like birth pangs you know almost Definitely. like those contractions mm. and I'd, i would say many of us who've been in pentecostal churches for a number of years we've mm. seen it almost come in waves it's like mm. why isn't it here why isn't it mm. staying it's like there's a move of god loads of people get filled with the spirit and yeah. you see all these signs and wonders and then it kind of just fizzles out yeah yeah you know and you're yeah. like you can feel it the, the moves are getting closer and closer together and mm. even like we talk about asbury and mm. um, toronto and all these different things mm. argentina and I feel like we're we're starting to see a little bit of a closer gap between each mm. real big global move, aren't we? Mm. You know, and mm. um, oh, definitely, yeah. Heading towards twenty thirty, I'm quite excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. As as the world's going down, the kingdom's going up. You know, God's people are going up, and uh, and there's so much going on now, isn't there? There's stuff coming out in the media. Look at you know the movies that are coming out, and um, the moves of God going across the earth. Deliverance moves, you know, movements yes. and um, prayer movements. I was just. Uh, listening to um, uh, hearing about the people in Taiwan, the church in Taiwan, it's mobilized 24/7 prayer because they believe this pastor believed that God showed him Taiwan would come under attack by China a couple wow. of years ago. Um, interestingly, he gave a date. I think it was May 21, and I thought, do you know what? God started speaking to me about um, Taiwan a couple of years ago. So I looked up in my journal. You should journal, guys. Yeah. Write things down. It's really important. And it was literally three months after this pastor in Taiwan had seen it God started speaking to me about Taiwan wow. I was like wow you know if you're if you're listening you'll hear what God is saying you know it's not just for any spiritual leak because there is no spiritual leak it is you know those who are hungry those who are you know got ears to hear and those who just give God some time in their day you you know you'll hear what he's saying but um, they said they've got this prayer movement now thousands of Christians are just praying continually non-stop against the threat of China invading. Wow. And and there's other prayer movements, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's interesting because, you know, and I sort of, I don't want to sound too conspiracist theory <laughs> here, but 
I don't know if you saw the opening ceremony for CERN when they mm. did the Hadron mm. Collider, mm. and it was just so demonic. It was so obvious, and and like it had like the eye of Ishtar, and you know all the you know all this sort of ice. Well, someone sent me a video recently. They said that the CERN symbol is six six six. Yeah, 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 like, oh, and, right. and it's like it's just you know, you know maybe I might even put a little clip of it on the on the video so right. they can see it while yeah. we're talking about it. It's it's so obviously demonic, and um, I feel like you know as Christians, it's like we don't have to fear that no. or worry about it because. That you know, the occult, the, the the enemy will just mimic what's going on in, in the mm. spirit. So as he's mobilising, and you know, it is almost like a portal to the, you know the spirit world or, the, yeah. or another dimension. But for me, I'm thinking back to that mountain. Yeah, and yeah. Jesus coming back, and yeah, it's like yeah. they're doing that because actually, in 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 God's kingdom, mm. there's a similar thing going on where there's portals opening up, and mm. um, I've, I've we've got an assistant pastor in our church called Colin. He's very prophetic and. Um, he's an architect and one day he, he just had a load of clients um, and he couldn't make the early morning prayer meeting and he said I'm going to have to work I can't make it mm. and um, I was in the prayer meeting and um, I just felt the Lord start talking to me about portals which isn't really a normal thing I would talk to mm. a in the church you know talk about in the church mm. and I said to the guys in the prayer meeting I just really saw um, a portal and just felt like God was saying I'm, I'm going to come down mm. and um, and, I, and so I shared it with the guys in the Tuesday morning prayer meeting and after the prayer meeting was over, I thought, oh, I'll go and encourage Colin. And I went and got some donuts from Tim Hortons. I went over <laughs> to his office where he does all his drawings. And he's like you. He journals. And he's mm. got this little book where he writes his prophetic words. And he goes, oh, this morning while you guys were in the prayer meeting, you know, I just thought, I'll just wait on the Lord quickly while I'm at work. And I'll just write down what he tells me. And uh, I, I just got this word, portals. And I was like, no way! I've wow. just literally been sharing in the prayer meeting about portals. Oh, come on! And um, and <laughs> and like, I I feel like we can sometimes brush all these things to one side, yeah, yeah. but they are significant. And uh, I feel like you know that there, there are portals in the kingdom of heaven. There are mm. portals opening up all across the world mm. for God to come and invade yeah. our space, yeah. for the Holy Spirit to come down, the mm. angels to come down. You know, the Lord's prayer. Jesus says, "This is how you pray." Mm. And he said, "As it is in heaven, let it be on earth." Yeah. Well, heaven includes angels. It includes the spirit exactly. of God and yeah. forgiveness and healing and mm. there's no sin you know mm. and um, I think part of this third day awakening mm. Mm. does include all this stuff you know mm. what I mean and mm. I know we're brushing over it and just summarizing you know I, I would you know mm. I'd say go away study these things look look online look in the oh, Bible yeah, yeah. you know um, but there's definitely something cracking, something opening up. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, the spiritual it, world. Yeah. yeah. Some say, some believe that the, the mountain of God was um, in Jerusalem um, on Mount 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 Moriah, which became Mount Zion, which is really interesting. So, like, wow. the Garden of Eden could have been in Jerusalem there, and Mount Moriah is really interesting. Uh, I know I'm digressing a little bit oh, from no, what I you're saying, yeah, yeah. but um, you know, uh, uh, it start Mount Mount Moriah was where um, Abraham sacrificed Isaac. And that was a foreshadowing of, well, where he was going to sacrifice Isaac. He didn't. Yeah. God made provision. Uh, but it was a foreshadowing of what God would do with Jesus when he sacrificed his son wow. on the cross. And it was the same mountain range where Jesus was crucified. Wow. But not only that, but when um, David sinned, he counted all the people. I read this this morning. It was one of my readings. Um, God said, I'm going to send a plague. For how long? Three wow. days. Three days, yeah. Three days, you know. Mm. Guys... You know, we're living in crazy times. We're going to see disasters. There's all going to be things going on around, around the world. But I want to say that, you know, even in the midst of that, there's mercy. You're going to cry out to God 
not just for our lives, but for those around us. And God will intervene. And he intervened for David. Mm. And um, it said, and this was really cool, Steve, they looked up and they could see an angel with a sword over the city of Jerusalem. He was wow. about to wipe out. Yeah. And everyone could see it. And God said, go and build an altar on this guy's threshing floor. He was threshing out his grain. Yeah. So David went and bought the land of him, gave him like 600 talents of gold. And then he, he made a sacrifice and then the plague stopped. And the, the angel put his sword back in his shoe. Oh, and they saw it, yeah. They saw it. Wow. Like you say, the supernatural kind of invading earth. Mm. And do you know what that spot was? Mount Moriah. Wow. Yeah, the same yeah. place. That's where the temple was built. It's, it all happens around this mountain and Jesus is coming back there and everything. But also I want to say, you know, the Bible says on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. You know, this is another reason why this three-day pattern has to have it happen on a mountain because that's where the provision is. You know, a lot of you, you need things in your lives. God wants to provide it for you. Or it's, I said before, a home, a relationship, whatever, healing, you know, a mm. church. It's on the mountain of the Lord. And that's when we start praying. Prayer yeah. lifts us up, doesn't it? Yeah. You know? Oh, there's so many times I've seen breakthrough. Mm. Not that I want to create a legalistic pattern for people, but yeah. there's so many times I've done a three-day fast mm. and seen mm. massive breakthrough. Yeah. And I think it's, it's all a culmination of, you know, there's a pattern of the three. Mm. There's the faith that you put into those three days because mm -hmm. you're giving up food and you're, you're creating more space for prayer. Yeah. Um, but it all it all sort of... It's like baking a cake. You put all the right ingredients in, you know, and like I say, yeah. I don't want you to sort of make it formulaic, but I do. What do they say about, um, you could go about water for three days, is it? Yeah. Is it, and what's for seven days? Is something, I, think, I think it's food, food for food, 21. Yeah, yeah, it's something like, I think it's food for 40, is it? You know, yeah, uh, something. yeah, air for three, three minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't, don't, don't try that air. That's, yeah. a, that's a bad one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, w I would encourage you. I mean, like mm. the, the amount of times, that, particularly for things like you know, we've we've all got practical needs. Like sometimes we need money, and we mm. you're like, well, I'm, I'm doing my job. I can't bring in any more money than what I'm earning. Mm. And you know, and you, you might like sow a seed, mm. and and then fast mm. for three days, or mm. spend three days praying, or even you know, even three hours. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think yeah. that you know, whatever the Lord whatever puts, God leads, yeah, yeah, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. Yeah. But I, w I would say definitely as you mature as a Christian, you'll start mm. to realize these patterns. And after a while, you, 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 come, you come to them quickly. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, when people have got a headache, they'll run to the, the cupboard and get a headache pill. You know mm. what I mean? Rather mm. than think, oh, I'll just let it endure. And I think it's the same with your Christian walk. There's things that you, you, you arrive quicker. Do you know mm. what I mean? You're like, yeah. oh, I need breakthrough. I'm going to do a three-day fast. Or, you know. Exactly. And what was the testimony I shared with you before? Uh, mm. just, to, just to confirm that, yeah. a lady on the channel, she said um, she, she gave up social media and streaming and just joined Pauline and myself uh, in praising God for like a whole month. Now, she'd had migraines for 30-plus years. Wow. She'd been to doctors, specialists, everything. Couldn't, couldn't deal with it. Couldn't do anything. But as soon as she got into the, 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 the praise environment, started praising God, they stopped. Mm. And she hasn't had them back. And she said, absolute miracle. Wow. Uh, but, but as you say, Steve, she had to do something practically. You know, mm. So you're watching this and you, you need a breakthrough. You need a miracle. I want to encourage you to do something towards it. As Steve said, yeah. maybe like a day of fasting or maybe it's like getting into the prayer closet and just starting to reignite that prayer again or just praising God you know just say I'm going to spend the next hour praising you and not um, kind of you know moaning or despairing 
and it will it will do something yeah oh yeah totally mm. yeah i think i think it's it's a very spiritual thing to take responsibility you know yeah. i think i think the older i get the more i realize spiritual things are very practical yeah like booking time to pray yeah, yeah. read my bible <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Cut out food or whatever it is and replace that with prayer, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's like we can we can look at people who are quite prophetic and think they're like, oh, they're just blessed with this gift or they're really mm. special or whatever. Mm. They're just normal people who set aside time to make relationship with Jesus and they mm. hear his voice. Yeah, that's yeah. That's it in yeah. a nutshell, isn't it, really? You know, <laughs> Basically, that, yeah. You know, some, mm. some of the sort of culture around the prophetic can be a bit unusual sometimes. But I think when you spend more time with God, you become a bit unusual because... You are otherworldly. Yeah, he is holy. Yeah. He's he's you separate know. and distinct. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, you don't. Yeah, people people who are there like walking walking around like an oracle of God. They're not there doom scrolling on Facebook. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. they're, they're praying. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really encouraging, Luke. Mm. Thanks for that. I think I think mm. that would be quite interesting to a lot of people. Um, the whole thought of patterns and cycles in the Bible, especially yeah. the third day, and um, and maybe even sort of encourage people to press into it who maybe were a little bit wary of it, like sometimes the prophetic can seem a little bit horoscopy or whatever. Mm. But mm. I, I think that's really encouraging that actually, no, it's scriptural. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a universal law and pattern that God has put in place. Yeah, yeah. And um, whether we like it or not, it's happening. But, yeah, be, you yeah. know, and I always, I always pray this every morning when me and my wife, Hannah, when we pray, I always pray, oh, you've got a plan, God, let me align with that. Mm. Rather that's than good. me just going... I've got some ideas. Will you bless them? Yeah, yeah. I know my good ideas aren't anywhere as amazing as God's God ideas. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so it is just literally a case of Lord, let me align with what you're doing today. Yeah. And um, and that would be my prayer for anyone watching or listening, that mm. you'd be able to just uh, align with God in the Spirit and mm. see these things activated in your life. And mm. whether it's three days, three years, forty days, whatever it is, mm. you know, mm. ask the Lord. Like, how long should I fast and pray for? Mm. How long do I need to press in for? And um, and like you say with the journaling, mm. it's so good because sometimes you write things, you forget it, and then three years to the day, or three weeks, or three mm. months to the day, it happens. You go, oh man, look at my journal. There was a cycle. Yeah, there yeah. was a pattern. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and, pa and Pauline felt God say to her like, I'm going to do something in three months. You know, mm. gets things in order. And uh, we're coming up to the end of three months. It'd be interesting to see what happens <laughs> for you know for the ministry and everything. But yeah. um, don't get bogged down. Don't get too like legalistic or anything about numbers that's right but but you know explore them study them and see what god's saying as you say yeah 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 oh totally mm. oh well i hope that encourages yeah. you guys and and um yeah i'm sure we'll, we'll get lots of testimonies of of, of you yeah. guys who've been activating Definitely. this and praying into it and don't become a passive christian be an active yeah. Christian. Do do it on purpose. Do your relationship with Jesus on purpose. Yeah, yeah. And and that's that's how testimonies of, of of like most of the testimonies on these shows, the encounters have come out of people just doing their walk on purpose. Yeah, come yeah. on, yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. All right, then, guys. We'll have a good one, and we'll we'll see you next time on the Encounter Show. Thanks. Take care.